Welcome to Life and Transition Experts Podcast, a community of professionals, entrepreneurs, and service providers committed to growing their business by serving others through life's biggest challenges, including probate, estate planning, and small business growth. Join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group and YouTube channel for free resources, tips, and strategies to help let your light shine. Hosted by Courtney Rollins, the Durham, North Carolina probate expert. All right, let's dive headfirst into this episode. All right, welcome to the Life and Transitions Experts podcast here on YouTube channel, Life and Transitions Experts, and on the Facebook group, Life and Transitions Experts. I'm trying something a little different today. I'm actually on Instagram Live on my Courtney Rollins IG or Courtney R I G. I've not been on Instagram Live in a while, so I just figured I'd try it out, see what the platform is like. Now, one thing that's going to be different for folks who uh, maybe catch me on the Instagram Live is that uh, I have a slide and presentation that you won't be able to see, but you can if you go to YouTube, like and subscribe, of course, or uh, if you're listening to this on audio or um, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, then check out the link in the show notes. Shout out to Keithley for setting it up for us. And you can go back and see the actual slides that go along with this. But today we're talking about nine tips for selling your house for cash to pay the estate's debt. Uh, I'm the property and the stuff guy. I help people with the property and the stuff when it comes to going through big transitions in life. And one of those big transitions is when someone passes away and if they have debt or assets in their name, they usually have to go through the probate process. Um, it's uh, it's gonna be a challenging process for several reasons. It's public, it can be pretty expensive and it can be a long process. So I highly encourage folks to actually talk to a, a state a lawyer, a family lawyer, that will help you set up a comprehensive estate plan so that you and your family can avoid the probate process. But you may find yourself the executor, the personal representative, the administrator of the state, and the estate has debt to it. And one of the viable options for paying off the debt is actually selling a house or property that's associated with the uh, with the estate. So uh, let's look at a couple of things that you can do to sell the house for cash, if that's the option you want to go to, that's not the only option, but usually is the usually is the most viable one for folks because they are on a time restraint and needing to make sure that the estate stays above water, stays um, solvent. So one is set a competitive price. All right. So if you're trying to sell for speed and convenience, you may want a price that's going to make sure there's a lot of people that are coming after um, who want the actual property. Actually selling it at, put it at a competitive price may actually encourage many more buyers to actually increase the price. When I'm um, selling property, I don't do bidding wars. I don't go and say, hey, this seller, this buyer sitting by for this, can you raise it? But when there are a lot of buyers seeing your property, it naturally, that's just human instinct makes people want to uh, at least put their best foot forward. Think about like the auction. I mean, you really get you get emotional at the options, auctions sometimes when you're um, trying to buy property. So uh, that's one thing. Set a, a competitive price. Number two, you may need to adjust your um, expectations. And if you are trying to trade speed and convenience, you may need to trade that for a discounted price. And that may be the most important thing to you. Quite often in these spaces, it's not the seller is not trying to 
price is not the most important thing for these sellers. Now, for more traditional sales, the price can could be the most uh, important thing. And that way you have the time, you have the convenience to be able to wait and hold off and try to find the best top dollar. But if you are trying to really sell this property quickly, uh, speed and convenience for a discounted price may be something you need to adjust your expectations for. And um, remember, make sure that they give you speed and convenience, however. Uh, another thing is if you do try to curb appeal, a lot of folks who try to force value in a property and quite honest, even if you're fixing up the kitchen and the bath and all that stuff, it quite often doesn't put as much um, value into the property as people would expect. Sometimes people even go underwater trying to find contractors and folks to sell the property. But one thing that actually does help is that curb appeal. Make sure that the outside of the house is cut clean, nice. Uh, even if it's a house that's been lived in for a while, having that first impression can really help um, with folks uh, get hopefully the price that you want. And even if it's a property, say, for instance, a property that uh, really has been lived in, if you can take the extra effort or a step to get someone to clean it out, open up the windows, make sure it smells good. Again, this is not a traditional staging, but it does uh, help you get a uh, price to hopefully that you want and it can help it move quickly because, you know, again, it plays on human psychology. Uh, number four, you may want to stage the interior. Um, you can find a real estate professional or or some do-it-yourself kits and stage the inside so that it that it gives the people a sense of what they can do. Quite often when you're selling quickly, you're probably selling to an investor or someone who uh, does this for a living. Um, so this may not be as, I'm just going to be upfront, this may not be as uh, viable or... Um, you may not want to put as much effort in, in stage, especially if you're selling quickly and conveniently. But if you're trying to actually sell and get top dollar, then definitely staging the interior is something I would uh, highly encourage. Uh, and what happened to number five? Oh, goodness. Uh, work with a cash buyer. Of course, there's uh, tons of cash buyers like us at Estate Pro Service who should be professional, should be able to, to show clarity, competency, and exude or give you a sense of confidence and trust that they are actually going to do what they say they're going to do. There are a lot of things you can do to protect yourself to make sure that cash buyer doesn't have a 300 year expection uh, period which allows them to get out or only put one dollar down for earnest money deposit. And I know I'm a fellow wholesaler and my wholesalers out there might get pissed at me or mad at me for saying this. But, you know, if you're serious about the property and you're wholesale, in other words, you your job is to find discounted properties and either keep them for yourselves or or assign them to other investors. I can understand not wanting to put a ton of EMDs or earners money deposit out so so many contracts. However, you still have to make sure that you make sure that the seller knows that you're serious about what you're going to do and you do say do what you say you're going to do. I wonder what number five was. Good gracious. Now I'm a little uh, confused. Oh, uh, yeah. Number seven, you got to be transparent. <laughs> this is obviously most uh, states, I guess all states require this, but have to uh, present disclosures. North Carolina, where I'm, I'm in, is an as is state sell the property as is, but still there's foundation issue, there's leaks, there's things going on, you need to let them know. Even when it comes to current tenants, maybe there's a sister or niece or nephew or family member, someone who's staying in the property that may be a challenge for that person who's taken over. Uh, let's be transparent upfront and um, that's gonna help you, um, it's gonna help you move the trans, get the transaction done quickly and um, yeah, quickly, uh, <laughs> all right. And you may want to consider flexible closing terms uh, with an estate. There are tons. There are things that you can do. Um, you can, in most states, have a co property under contract with the contingency that 
it has to go through the probate process or has to be approved. North Carolina, actually, most property, real property, doesn't even, it's not a, it's a non-probate asset, but there may be still reasons why you need to go through the probate process to make sure that the buyer can have clear title or that everyone, every beneficiary, every person who has some type of uh, vested interest gets to speak up and gets to say something or gets to uh, uh, have their chance to, you know, take a look at their interests. So you may want to be considered flexible closing terms. Um, yeah. So yeah, consider that. <laughs> and also consult with a real estate professional. Uh, there are tons of great agents. There's tons of great uh, realtors out there uh, that can support and help you through the process. Make sure that if you, especially if you are in probate, that they are experienced with the probate process or even a state planning process. Um, Probate is a special niche and it requires, you know, special understanding and experience. So um, if you are someone who is in that situation, uh, if you need the support, definitely reach out to the state pro service, reach out to me. I'll connect you with a great uh, realtor. I'm not an agent myself. I am a cash buyer, but I, I don't try to impose or put my will on someone. It's really important to know what your situation is to see how uh, we may be able to help. Um, so, yeah. So those are. I guess eight tips. I'm not sure what the ninth tip. Let me go find out because that's going to burn me up now because I did all this work up here. And the hidden tip was, oh, market strategically. Yeah, that's important. So being able to market, we, ha we have at our fingertips access to the world. So you can put your property um, on Facebook Marketplace. You can put your property if you do go with a, a traditional um, a realtor, you can go to the multiple listing service. Um, there's community groups, all type of ways to highlight the property and the benefit and attract interested buyers. So I'll have to update my slide for that so I can make sure that gets in there uh, so that folks can know. Yeah. So hopefully help folks out. So again, those are nine tips. If you're trying to sell your house for cash to pay off the estate's debt. Another thing though, Please contact if you're the executor or if you are the administrator of the estate, contact the folks who've reached out to you for claims and try to negotiate those down. There are times and I've had experience where I've been able to negotiate a two hundred and forty eight thousand. They just wrote it off a thousand dollar bill. Yes. And say the person I bought the property from who was expecting no money from the property. Um, to find out that they didn't have to pay that bill um, for their, well, that the state didn't have to pay the bill was was a great surprise for them. And I was very happy for them. And it showed me, and because I've heard this before, but it proves to me that, hey, you don't, closed mouths don't get fed. So they may, uh, the person, the debt, the, the, the claim may not be reduced and it may not go away, but you don't know until you ask. All right. So at any rate, Feel free to reach out, Courtney Rollins, estateproservice.com. Would love your like and subscribe over at the uh, Life and Transitions Experts podcast. If you have questions or things that you want to me to cover in my channel, on my channel, feel free to DM me. I have tons of resources as well. Um, yeah, estateproservice.com. And I'm about to get out of here. All right. Cheers. We stopped that on Instagram Live. What's that all about? Yeah. Now, the stream. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Life and Transition Experts podcast. Please
please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. Also, remember to join the Life in Transition Experts Facebook group to help us continue to grow and reach others. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you.